On today's episode, Arch Manning commits, and yes, Texas is back. You are Locked On Longhorns, your daily podcast on the Texas Longhorns. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Longhorns, the show. Jonathan Davis, your host. Yes, Texas is back. Arch Manning has committed to the University of Texas. There have now been three quarterbacks who have received a perfect 24-7 composite score since they started ranking them. Vince Young, University of Texas superstar. Quinn Ewers, future University of Texas superstar. And now Arch Manning, future University of Texas superstar. Once again, Arch Manning has committed to the 40 acres. And we long thought that Texas was the favorite for Arch Manning, especially when Alabama picked up a class of 2023 quarterback and they still received an official visit. But for a while, we've been hearing the rumblings that it was a two team race between Texas and Georgia. And most people felt that Texas had the leg up on Georgia, but it was hard to definitively say that when Georgia was coming off of a national championship and Texas was coming off of a five and seven season. But we kept hearing more and more that Arch preferred Austin, Arch preferred the University of Texas, and if it was solely his decision, Texas would be in the run. And we knew that there was a strong connection to Texas because why would a five and seven program under a coach who hasn't proven anything be in the top three with the likes of Georgia and Alabama, the last two national championship winners? So we knew there had to be something there. All of the unofficials he took. We always hear that the last official visit typically is the one to sway the recruit. And in this case, it's true again. Arch Manning, arguably the most hyped college football recruit, maybe high school recruit ever, has committed to the University of Texas. And when his teammate and go-to target at Isidore Newman High School, Will Randall, committed over the weekend, we thought it was only a matter of time until Arch committed. But we thought he would take his time. They may drag it out over the summer. A lot is riding on his commitment. Like I said, he may be the most overhyped, not overhyped, but most hyped. I didn't mean to say over. He's definitely deserved it. Most hyped recruit ever. He could have taken as long as he wanted into the season to really do his research. But it turns out that he already knew, probably knew before his visit and has known for a long time that he wanted to come to the University of Texas. So I'm going to say Texas is back. And I know we want to shy away from saying that because we haven't seen what they're able to. We haven't seen a product on the field that would be representative of Texas being back. Even though I think that is coming soon. But what I will say is, even if us as the fans don't see that Texas is back. I think the players do. I think the recruits do. Do you think Texas would have been able to get Quinn Ewers? If he didn't think that this program was on the rise, 
if he didn't think that Texas was close to being back to being one of the best football teams in America? Do you think that Arch Manning would have committed to the University of Texas if he didn't feel like Texas would be one of the best football programs in the country over the next few years? Do you think that Sark would have been able to bring in the type of transfer class and recruiting class he brought in in his first year? And now with the commitment of Arch Manning, they've pretty much locked in a top five class again, possibly even a top three class. Do you think that would have happened if the players and people surrounding the program didn't think that Texas was on the verge of being back? This is one of the biggest days in program history for the Texas Longhorns, and I don't want to understate that. Because if you bring in Arch Manning, who is arguably the most hyped recruit ever, if you're able to bring in Arch Manning coming off of a five and seven season under Steve Sarkeesian, who has never had a double digit win season, he has obviously the, an amazing pedigree as an offensive mind, as an offensive coordinator. We saw what he did at Alabama. But he hasn't proven as a head coach that he can take a program to success and sustain it yet, although I think he will. You're competing with the two juggernauts in the sport of Georgia and Alabama, the last two national championship winners. And you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, head-to-head -head with them. When they have every card to pull in the book, we're national championship contenders every year. We have top three recruiting classes every year. Texas just didn't have a single player drafted. Texas just went five and seven. Texas lost to Kansas. You want to win while you're in college? Oh, we just won a national championship this year. We lost this year, but we won the year before. And the most hyped recruit ever who could have went to any school the third highest graded quarterback since they started doing 24-7 composite scores. Banked on the University of Texas. Banked on his position coach, Coach Milwee. And banked on Steve Sarkeesian. That Texas, while they're still in the Big 12 and moving towards the future in the SEC, is going to be one of the premier programs in college football. So today I'm going to say Texas is back. Moving forward over the summer, I may scale back a little bit. But as of right now, today on June 23rd, 2022, one of the biggest days in the history of this program, certainly the biggest day in this program. I mean, we're talking in years, almost a decade. We may not see the vision yet, but the coaches see it, the players see it, the people around this program see it, the recruits in the 2023 class see it. I'm going to be doing a bunch of these episodes moving forward over the next couple of months. People signing up to play at the University of Texas, signing up to play with Arch Manning because they see it. The vision, the energy, the culture is shifted. Ladies and gentlemen, Texas is back.
From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, the coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy, fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They are good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 at built.com. So let's talk about what drove Arch Manning to the University of Texas. Arch didn't give us a lot. And I think that his high school coach and his family and Arch were very strategic in that. They wanted to have full control of his recruitment. And for the most part, they did. All of the Arch Manning stories we got were simply people fishing for information or fishing for clicks, saying what we already knew, that Georgia and Texas were the top two schools. And one thing we were able to hear from the little things that we got was how much Arch valued relationships. We knew that he loved the city of Austin, but he also loved Athens. And he talked about Athens as a college town. There was a lot that he liked about the University of Georgia. I think that he seriously considered the University of Georgia. But I think what drew Arch Manning to Texas, even coming off of a five and seven season and the disappointments they had, were the relationships and every sort of interview or, or, or every time Arch talked, the one thing he mentioned was the relationships, the relationship that he has with coach Steve Sarkeesian and the relationship he has with position coach AJ Milwee. We know about Sark's track record in developing quarterbacks and then being able to take that development. And most of the quarterbacks he's worked with have played in the NFL. And that was important to Arch. That was something that was widely reported. And now we know that that was something that was important to Arch. And I think that that is an advantage that Texas had over Georgia. Who are you going to be working with at Georgia offensively? What type of system are you going to be running? Because Georgia has not had a lot of success. They've been able to recruit top quarterbacks, blue chip quarterbacks but they haven't had a lot of success with them under a defensive head coach that largely wants to play defense and run the ball. And we saw what Sark was able to do last year with quarterbacks that weren't his pick and Hudson Card and Casey Thompson. I think we all believe that Sark will be able to take this thing to the moon next year in the year after with Quinn Ewers. And Arch Manning just told us by his commitment that he believes that he'll be able to sustain what Sark builds with Quinn Ewers over the next few years with Arch Manning, who was the number one quarterback in his class, with two really good quarterbacks behind him and Malachi Nelson and Nico, who's committed to Tennessee. Malachi Nelson committed to USC. Arch believes that at his time at the University of Texas, while he's the starting quarterback, Texas will be one of the premier programs in the country. Because of the relationship that he has with Sark and the relationship he has with his position coach, A.J. Milby. He wants to continue to grow under them, continue to learn under them. And it's about trust. You know, they talk about Arch committed to the University of Texas, but mainly in high school, when you're committing to these colleges, 
you commit more to people than the university. Of course, the University of Texas has nice facilities, but Georgia and Alabama do as well. We talked about it. Austin is nice, but Athens is nice as well. He could have gotten a great education. He could have played great football at all three universities. You can argue about which one it may have been better. He would have had a great college experience at all three universities. But when you come out of high school, you commit to people over the university. And so the main reason that Arch Manning committed to the University of Texas is because he committed to Steve Sarkeesian. And he committed to his position coach in A.J. Milby. Those are the two main reasons that Arch will be attending the University of Texas when he graduates from Isidore Newman High School. And so when we ask ourselves, is Sark the right coach for this job? And was is Sark on the hot seat? And was Sark a disappointment last year? Those things may be true. But a big part of this job is recruiting. And Sark just brought the most hyped recruit arguably the biggest recruit one of the biggest recruits in texas football history just signed on to play for steve sarkeesian that's why i can sit up here confidently and say texas is back and that's why i can sit up here confidently and say that this program is headed in the right direction because i've seen what sark has been able to do in his short time here Minus what he was able to do on the field in the first year. We've seen a lot of great coaches struggle in their first year. But then within a span of seven months, Sark has gotten two commitments from two of the highest graded quarterbacks ever at the University of Texas in Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning. The University of Texas coming off of a five and seven season just got a commitment from the highest, one of the highest graded recruits ever, the highest graded recruit in the 2023 class, the prodigy, grandson of Archie Manning, nephew of Peyton and Eli Manning, two Hall of Fame NFL quarterbacks. It's coming to the University of Texas. And it's only a matter of time before the media turns this into a topic, the media machine that has to feed people every day. They're going to turn it into a topic when Arch gets on campus of, is Arch going to be the starter? Is Quinn Ewer's job in jeopardy, et cetera, et cetera. But this sets up beautifully over the next four years for the University of Texas and Sark. Because in 2022, Quinn Ewers will be the starter. In 2023, Arch will be a freshman. Whether he redshirts or not, I don't think he needs to. But he can. Either way, Quinn Ewers will be the starter. In 2024, I believe Quinn Ewers will be in the NFL. Arch will either be a true sophomore or a redshirt freshman. And he will start for the University of Texas. And then in 2025, Arch Manning will either be a true junior or a redshirt sophomore, and he'll start for the University of Texas. So for the next four years, it looks like Quinn Ewers, Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning, Arch Manning. At the University of Texas, that is your quarterback play for the next four years. 
with Sark's offense while bringing in the best offensive players in the country every year. You see the recruiting class of receivers Ohio State has put together, bringing in two five-stars and one four-star this week. Yeah, get used to Texas bringing in those type of classes. Not to mention what they already have the next two years in Xavier Worthy and Ajay Hall. And you got a Ryan Niblett in a recruiting class. You're probably likely about to get a Jonte Cook. Could get another receiver at the top of that class. And every year there on after, people wanting to play with Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning. The running backs and the tight ends in Sark's offense. Man. This sets up beautifully for the next four years for the University of Texas. It sets up beautifully for a smooth transition into the SEC. And it's hard to say that Sark hasn't had the best offseason of any coach in college football. I know I'm going on to just different topics, but there's so much to cover. I'm just trying to make sure I get it all. But it's hard to argue that Sark hasn't had the best coach of any offseason. Hasn't had the best offseason of any coach in college football this year. Coming off of a five and seven season, he brought in Quinn Ewers, who was the number one transfer, number one prospect in the 2021 class. He's brought in Ajay Hall, Jaleel Billingsley, Ryan Watts, Isaiah Nair, Diamante Tucker Dorsey. Lost out on O'Shawn Mathis, but that transfer class is second to none. Maybe give USC's a little, because it's so top-heavy with Jordan Addison, Caleb Williams. But, I mean, Sark's transfer class is top three, top four. He's bringing in the number five recruiting class, one of the best offensive line classes we've ever seen. And then on a 2023 class that was already building momentum and moved up into the top 25, you now add the number one recruit in that class in Arch Manning in 2023. Guaranteeing, your, guaranteeing yourself at the University of Texas at least four years of some of the highest graded quarterback play ever coming out of high school, starting at your university under your guys in leadership and development. While you're already regarded as one of the best offensive minds in the country, and now will be able to, as he's already been able to, have his pick of the best offensive weapons in the country. Five and seven season aside, Steve Sarkeesian has done a masterful job as the head coach at the University of Texas. He has brought in personnel that will ensure Texas will be one of the top programs in the nation within the next few years. He has brought in some of the best young coaches in the nation who have brought a different energy to this program. The players have taken accountability. And there is a new sense of culture and leadership and accountability around this program. Texas arguably has the most talented and best offense in the country this year. And that's something we'll be able to say at least for the next four years. Because Steve Sarkeesian, position coach A.J. Milwee, just landed Arch Manning's commitment at the University of Texas. June 23rd, 2022, just became one of the biggest days 
in Texas football program history. Hook them. Peace.